0: You are listening to TKO on CFRU Radio, 93.3 FM in Guelph, Ontario, and available worldwide at CFRU.ca. What is happening, everybody? What is good with y'all? It's your girl, Jonan, right here on TKO, as you already know, here on TKO, All we talk about is mixed martial arts, also known as MMA and other combat sports too. We also discuss the issues that surround the world of fighting and talk about notable fighters and athletes and how they all got started in the game and of course where they are now. So how is everybody doing today? I hope you guys are having a phenomenal day so far. Man, I'm so excited to get started with today's episode Because you know how we say all those preview things in the beginning of every single episode I feel like we have a little bit of everything to talk about today on the show And because of that, I'm just so excited Because sometimes I do realize that our episodes are mostly breakdown heavy But today is actually, mm, we have a lot of diversity in our show, which is great So like I said, I hope you guys are having a great day so far Man, if you are listening currently from the Guelph and Nearby Regions, um, I, I don't know there's like a 50% chance That you are potentially a University of Guelph Student out here and Like I mentioned last week I feel like this is the worst time of the year But uh, I just want to give you guys A great announcement and that is That s- the semester is almost over Okay so please 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 Just keep up the hard work I totally understand what each and every one of you are going through. Like, come on, just keep up the grind and you're almost there. And then finally, it will be exam time. And I feel like from there, we'll just be mostly downhill. So please, everybody, just keep up the good work. And keep working hard because you will be rewarded in the end, okay? And uh, like I said, yes, I'm so happy to take this, like, uh, quote unquote study slash assignment break right now coming into the studio to spend some time with Charles TK Onisha because it's always fun being here in the studio, talk about all the things that I love in the world, like talking about the most important aspect of my life like martial arts man it's just so much fun every time and i'm really happy that i took this like um half an hour block out of my day to come in and finally do tko for this week with you guys today okay so what else did i want to talk about today uh oh yes so today is going to be a very special episode because like i've been Um, Kind of telling you guys about from previous episodes We are uh, going to be exclusively breaking down Although I've kind of given you guys a brief breakdown of this fight That I'm going to be talking about today We're going to be exclusively and in thorough detail talk about the upcoming boxing fight that is going to be happening between the current WBC heavyweight champion of the world, Deontay Wilder, and the heavyweight top contender, Luis Ortiz. So we're going to be talking about this rematch bout in, in a few minutes. And uh, again, like I said, because I, I was just so excited about this particular bout, I feel like I kind of. Give you guys short bits About it every episode like for the Past month or so but please Please uh, if, if this is your First time listening then great and if It's not and you're like man here we go Again well do not despair Because today we're going to be we'll try To talk about the bout in more Detail and talk about the things that we haven't Talked about yet and give you guys Our final prediction For this fight and provide you With the most recent updates uh, With regards to the fighters and And the fight itself So yes our big breakdown Is going to be on this Luis Ortiz And Deontay Wilder rematch Fight for the WBC Heavyweight Championship Of the world And let's see Oh yeah so I have a lot of um, Headlines to talk about today For uh, First of all, for MMA, we're going to be talking about a few athletes who have announced their retirements And I'm going to be talking about that in more detail in a few minutes Um, And also, with regards to something that isn't quite boxing or MMA It's actually about bare-knuckle fighting championships So that's like, I mean, I guess that is kind of boxing, but without gloves So your knuckles are exposed So I actually have a brief update about bare-knuckle fighting championships as well for today's show And uh, I actually, so something really interesting happened uh, for the past few days um, that I'm going to be sharing with you guys. And uh, I found it very, very amusing and uh, just so interesting. Like I was just so, uh, it, it caught me like. Without previous notice, you know, like it was just so surprising to me So, okay, you know what? I'm going to be getting started with that thing that really shocked me a few days ago And that I really do want to share with you guys today So I'm going to get started with that thing uh, First things first Okay, so now without further ado uh, I hope you guys are ready for today's episode Because it's going to be a wild one um, No puns intended So now without further ado, let's get started Okay, so About the thing that I said I want to share with you guys, Uh, this was so interesting when it happened to me. So, first of all, shout out to my dad because if you do come to our household, like, my whole family is obsessed with martial arts and just combat sports overall, okay? So, this is what we talk about, say, when you open your eyes and you, like, go downstairs to make breakfast for yourself, like, make coffee if I see my dad and uh, after we say good morning to each other, my dad goes like, Janon, did you hear about this new like fight announcement between Tyson Fury and blah, blah, blah? Like, this is the type of relationship that we have in our household, right? Because everybody's just so, so obsessed with combat sports. Anyway, so uh, a few days ago, my dad comes back from the gym and he's telling me that um, he encountered um, a, a very interesting... Um, Thing throughout his day and that he figures something Something really important out I'm like well what is it that So he tells me that uh, a few days Before that he was uh, watching A fight by Lennox Lewis Right on, on the internet Obviously because that's just What we do in our household just watching Old fights I guess uh, he was watching a fight by Lennox Lewis and when uh, so say like he was fighting his fight and then when he looked at the at the corner of Lennox Lewis and looked at some of uh, looked at the faces of some of his trainers, um, he felt like he saw someone familiar. And so he he thought and thought and thought and then he finally realized that, the person who was cornering Lennox Lewis in 1999 is someone that he sees all the time in the gym. A person who is a regular uh, personal trainer at this gym that he goes to. I'm not. I'm not going to name names, and I'm not going to name this person. But anyway I'm like dad are you sure and he's like yes I um, double checked it like uh, apparently they have like uh, a brief description of the people who are personal trainers at this particular gym so my dad goes and double checks and yes indeed this person had been Lennox Lewis's strength and conditioning coach. And out of nowhere, this person is currently be, like doing their personal training um, at practices in Guelph, Ontario, in her very own backyard, which was so surprising to me. And I didn't believe it at first. I'm like, mm, it must have been in, like a similarity, it must have taken it for somebody else. But actually, the person that I am, I actually went and did my own homework. So I went over the internet. And I um, read a bit more about Lennox Lewis and his previous trainers. And little did I know, listen, everybody, listen, this is probably the most surprising thing that you will ever hear um, from the show, specifically for today, especially if you are from the Guelph and nearby regions. This is definitely going to catch you by surprise. So turns out that Lennox Lewis, The boxing legend, the former heavyweight champion of the world, one of the people who will always be regarded as one of the greatest heavyweight boxers of all time, Lennox Lewis moved to Kitchener, Ontario when he was only 12 years old. So everybody, once again, I repeat, Lennox Lewis is essentially from Kitchener, Ontario, and this was just so surprising to me because I actually felt this great connection with him now because it's just it's just so surprising. Like we like as as people who do come from small cities like Guelph or Kitchener. You know, you wouldn't expect big name people like superstars, people like Lennox Lewis to also have an upbringing from a small city similar to yourself or even like a neighboring city to your own city. So when I heard that, I was just really, really shook, everybody, and uh, I just wanted to share with you. So first of all, shout out to Lennox <laughs> Lewis uh, uh, because of the person that he is and also shout out to his trainer. Um, I'm, again, I didn't want to mention his um, name on the show. But if you're hearing this You probably know who you are And I just want to give you A a big big shout out as well Because it means a lot And uh, I actually read On a a local newspaper uh, That was published in Kitchener That um, Lennox Lewis actually um, Comes back to Kitchener regularly To like You know, I guess, visit his friends and families here in Kitchener And uh, just uh, talk to young kids Go to elementary schools and whatnot And to just mentor those young kids from Kitchener, Ontario And that was just, it meant so much to me And now I just have, I just developed a whole nother level of respect For Lennox Lewis and um, the people surrounding him And specifically his uh, strength and conditioning coach Um, So yes, that that was something that really caught me by surprise And and uh, I was like, it was like one of those things like, uh-huh, you know, like one of those moments, I had it like a lot. Like when I think about it, I still i am like, wow, I still cannot believe that that is the case. So once again, shout out to Lennox Lewis and his uh, uh, strength and conditioning coach. And uh, I hope you guys were um, as surprised as I was Regarding this news And uh, I hope you were as amused as I was again So yeah that was my big news And um, oh actually another thing So when my my father talked to this person um, The person said that Oh yes they actually Him and Lennox Lewis actually grew up With each other in Kitchener And uh, again that also caught me by surprise And uh, I was very very shook And uh, I, I just I don't know I don't know how to describe it. It's like when you're shocked and it's surprised and yeah, you just have that feeling, you know? So I just thought I'd I share with you guys here today on the show. So again, shout out to both of these phenomenal people and now with that without getting into more uh, detail in regards to that i'm gonna move on to our next segment okay enough of that okay do not calm down okay <laughs> okay so uh now i really want to talk about some of the headlines that have been uh, going around passed around in the world of mixed martial arts and also bare knuckle fighting championships so first of all i want to get started with the mma one so you might have probably heard that Ben Askren the former Champion at one championship Um excuse me one Championship um organization I guess In Japan and the Should I say former UFC fighter in the Welterweight division has officially Announced his retirement So you guys probably remember Ben Askren of course um before he gets started what we before he got started with his professional MMA career he was a world a uh, wrestling world champion and then because of his strong wrestling background he thought of giving MMA a try and so he did and um, he fought in multiple organizations with the most notable one being like I said one championship in Japan and he was just so dominating over at one championship and he became the champion in that organization and then what happened next was He was calling a lot of UFC fighters out on social media And he really really wanted to generally just fight them And show that he is the best of all so, what the UFC and one championship did was that, you know how the NFL or, um, I mean, not NFL, but I'm, I'm, okay, at least I'm very sure about the NBA and how uh, players get traded between teams. Well, I guess UFC and one championship wanted, wanted to give this a try, so they traded uh, Ben Askren for, so one championship traded Ben Askren for um, the former flyweight champion at the UFC, Demetrius Mighty Mouse Johnson. So now Mighty Mouse is in one championship And um, uh, Ben Askren, he came over to the UFC to fight for the UFC So the very first fight that Ben Askren had in the UFC You guys probably remember It was against the former welterweight champion at the UFC Robbie Lawler So he had that fight uh, It was a very close fight at first uh, Because he Ben Askren actually got tagged really badly horribly and he went down to the canvas but he rapidly um, recollected himself and got back to being conscious and um, he started grappling with um, Robbie Lawler and while he was grappling with them he got into a very good, good position and he put Robbie Lawler in a bulldog choke and because of that he although it was a very controversial fight overall because of Uh, Things that I'm not going to get into in this Particular episode Um, It was a very controversial fight but Regardless Ben Askren won his UFC debut now what happened afterwards Uh man Things got downhill like It got really really bad for Ben Askren Guys remember His um uh I don't want to describe it this way. I don't want to devalue ben, ben Askren, but let's just put it this way. You guys remember the, the famous fight between um, Jorge Masvidal and Ben Askren and the fact that there was a lot of trash talk behind that fight. And the next thing that happened in the very first moment of that fight was that Jorge Masvidal came out... Swinging with a flying knee and Ben Askren he just immediately wanted to go for a takedown and so because of that that knee by Jorge Masvidal was uh, effective and uh, he knocked him out completely cold to the canvas so that Ben Askren was just unconscious for for a good like at least two minutes so that's how bad that knockout was and then and he also had another fight Ben Askren and he also lost that one Unfortunately, um, I can't quite recall his opponent, but I'm sure it will eventually occurred to me But I do remember that he did uh, lose that fight as well So out of the three fights that he had had in the UFC He had lost two of them and only one uh, one uh, He had one one of them <laughs> Which was actually very controversial So, uh, not to say that the UFC had forced them to, like, Quit the organization or what have you Because that's usually not the way it works With um, uh, professional MMA leagues Because you usually sign a contract in the beginning Telling you that you have say Five or six fights until a certain date And then after you finish those fights Then you either have the option to re-sign with the organization Or you are you just become uh, a uh, free agent and you're free to fight for whoever, whatever organization you want. So I don't think Ben Askren is at that point yet because he, before this, before all these losses that he had, like he was a very well-known uh, figure in the world of mixed martial arts. And he was quite well-respected too because because of his great um, uh, wrestling skills and the fact that he was just so dominating, dominating in his previous fights. And so it's sh- like I said, it was just really surprising when he said that he was going to retire and I don't think anybody has pushed him to s- come out with this statement. I feel like he generally just wants to take some time off. And uh, when he was asked as to why he wanted to retire at this point, he said that he went to the doctor and the doctor said that he needed to do a hip, re- hip replacement surgery. And so that is one of the main reasons why he has decided to call it a quit as of now. And that doesn't mean that he do- he's probably not going to come back in the future because he might, depending on how well he recovers from that hip replacement surgery. But even if he doesn't, I just want to thank Ben Askren for everything that he has done so far for the sport because... You know, in this sport, I feel like I was the type of person who was completely against trash-talking in the beginning. If you go back to her very early episodes, I I actually had this whole talk, I think one episode, just ranted off of how I didn't um, really agree with trash-talking and all that. I still do. Uh, I still believe that sportsmanship is important. But I feel like trash talking could play into your benefit and into your own advantage if you do have a fight coming up and you have to somehow promote it. Because remember, when you are a professional combat sports practitioner, you're almost like an entertainer. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just part of your job. You have to promote yourself and... uh, Sell your skills and, um, you know, all that stuff to the fans so that when the time comes, people actually do buy tickets to watch your fight or buy pay-per-views to watch you fight. So because of all that, I feel like trash-talking, a little bit of trash-talking is almost essential in, in the game of professional martial arts. And, um, like I said, with Ben Askren, mm, you know, his way of trash talking with, you know, you know when people just tell jokes and not every joke might work on everybody because everybody might have a different sense of humor. I feel like it's the same way with trash talking because Ben Askren, he would trash talk his opponents, but then when he would, he would actually do those trash talks. You're like, man, Oh my goodness, why would he say such a thing? Because that's just such a corny thing to say. But that was just the way he was used to uh, trash talk to his opponents. And it seemed to work for him. So he just kept it up. But regardless, again, like I said, I just want to thank Ben Askren for everything that he has done for the sport so far. Um... Uh, not to talk about his performance in the UFC, but, uh, previous to that, I feel like he, he was a very dominating, um, MMA fighter. And I feel like we need to, uh, uh give him credit for that. So because of that, again, I just want to thank Ben Askren for his, um, career and uh, I really do hope that he does reconsider this retirement and um, decides to come back in the future given that his hip replacement um, surgery goes well and he recovers properly so yes that was that Um, now I just want to quickly move on to the other update that I have for you guys regarding bare knuckle fighting championships this is kind of like a brief one so I will try to keep it that way So, for bare-knuckle fighting championships, um, I feel like it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger uh, with every event that uh, the organization has. I actually... I feel like the only uh, card that I did watch with bare-knuckle fighting championships was was the very inaugural um, fight card that they had when they first... When bare-knuckle fighting had just become legal in the United States, and they had their very first ever legal event, which was... um, I think it was a pay-per-view or maybe not, but that was like their first ever publicized um, fight card. That was the uh, only one that I watched fully, but I do catch some of their highlights every now and then. But regarding bare-knuckle fighting championships, uh, I do feel like they're getting bigger because of the fact that they're trying to sign Former um, mixed martial artists People like Artem Lobov and Jason Knight Who actually uh, Coincidentally uh, Fought over the past weekend Uh, But regarding again Regarding this organization I feel like they're getting bigger By signing people who wouldn't have otherwise um, entered the world of combat sports. Uh, and by that, I mean uh, that they're, they've actually signed uh, a person that I'm not sure many of you guys are familiar with because this will be the first time that we will ever be f- Fighting um, Any sort of combat sports fight So yes I am talking about The Iranian Hulk Uh, I'm sure you guys have probably Seen his pictures um, You know on social media Or what have you But the Iranian Hulk is signed, is now officially signed to the Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships and is announced to have his first ever fight in the Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships in 2020. So, again, just a brief background on the Iranian Hulk, um, He got so famous when one of his pictures got leaked into the internet uh, because he just looks so buffed and a lot of people still are saying that his muscles and um, big physique almost looks fake and they don't really believe him. But I feel like the fact that Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships uh, Signed him to their organization Makes him uh, more legit And I guess we'll see what he's capable of I mean he he is a very very big guy and He's so bulky and muscular um, But I was actually So shout out to my dad again I was uh, talking, talking to my dad about this And um, he told me that This probably might not be a good idea For the Iranian Hulk Especially because this is going to be his first ever debut In the world of combat sports And bare-knuckle, bare knuckle fighting Is no joke Like, it's probably the worst uh, form of combat sports that you can start your combat sports career with, Because there is no protection And I feel like people who have Previous uh, martial arts Background would actually have an Advantage over you and it's not all About um, You know being the bigger person like Being physically bigger and therefore uh, Because of that having more physical Advantage over your opponent it's not because of that It's also a lot um, dependent on um, Technique So I I mean me and my dad Were just saying that uh, it it would be better For him to to have given the professional Wrestling route a try first And then he could have seen what Where he got from there And then if he did well Then he could have potentially signed to Bare Knuckle Championship after But right now, I mean it is a decision that is made And there's nothing that we can do about it at, po- at this point and um, not to say That I'm not excited about this fight Because I really really am and I'm just really Looking forward to uh, Seeing what he's capable of And um Yeah, I just want to see him, like, fight live because I've only seen pictures of him, and that's all. And I just want to see what he's capable of doing in person. So, yeah, I'm just going to leave it there. So, the Iranian Hulk is going to be fighting for the Bare Knuckle Fighting Championships. Okay, enough of that. So, actually, I feel like that's perfect timing because uh, I feel like this is just about the right time that we get started with our breakdown for the Luis Ortiz and Deontay Wilder uh, uh, breakdown. So, uh, again... You guys already know what is happening. Uh, Deontay Wilder is looking to once again defend his WBC title against Luis Ortiz, but this is not a joke for him because the first time that Luis Ortiz and Deontay Wilder first ever fought each other in 2017, things were going the other way for Deontay Wilder. He was he could have potentially lost that fight. Given that he ha- he wouldn't throw any, any shots of his own. Because that was actually the case for many of the rounds. And a lot of people were actually speculating that Luis Ortiz could have um, won that fight. That first fight through a decision win. But um, he came back. Um, he almost made a, a, a rebound. And then he threw shots of his own. Which were able to knock out um, Luis Ortiz. But it was only very few shots. And... Personally, I would argue that Deontay Wilder was losing for most of that fight. And if it weren't because of those um, heavy shots that he was throwing t- towards uh, Luis Ortiz, then he could have easily lost that fight. And if you have any other opinions I would totally invite you to come talk to me over on Twitter or any sort of social media platforms that you would like because this is my opinion and I feel like a lot of people would agree with me and if you don't please do come to my Twitter at JNON to let me know what you think honestly I'm not trying to like pick up a fight with anybody just just say how I'm feeling you know. So regarding that fight, um, that was the case with the first fight. And like I said, I feel like Deontay Wilder should not underestimate the fighter that the better fighter, actually, that Luis Ortiz has become. Because like I've said in the past, Luis Ortiz, I feel like he's changed something about his strength and conditioning. Because if you do look at pictures of him right now in training camp, he looks so shredded for a heavyweight. We're not used to seeing. We're not used to seeing him this muscular, almost like he he's always been a uh, very big guy physically, but he's never been this um, shredded and muscular. Which I think is going to come into his advantage because I feel like for this particular fight, it's just a matter of one shot that is going to completely knock out the other guy. Now the shot can come from Deonta Wilder or the shot can come from Luis Ortiz. And for for specifically for the current champion Deontay Walter, like I said, the first one the first fight was a bit like, mm, you know, it could have gone either way, but now I feel like it's uh, he's even a, a he's a okay, let me repeat that. Sorry. My brain just like started a little bit. So, in this case, I feel like Deontay Walter because of his most recent fights that that he's had were almost Seen him, we're almost seeing him being exposed. His style is almost a little bit exposed. And so, because of that, it's just, I feel like because of that, it's just going to be more close for this particular rematch between him and Luis Ortiz. Because Luis Ortiz, obviously, he's made the improvements that he needed to for this fight. But has Deontay Wilder made the necessary improvements to prove himself to the world once again as to why He deserves to be the current champion for the WBC organization. And I'm just going to leave it there and tell you guys once again to catch up with this fight that is happening this Saturday on November 23rd. Okay, you guys, please, please, please just watch this fight. You will not be disappointed. And I'm personally, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you can probably guess, but I'm so excited for this bout. So once again, Deontay Wilder, Luis Ortiz, number two part two happening on november 23rd and thankfully i covered everything that i wanted to talk about today so yes i'm so happy with myself and with that unfortunately that is all the time we're gonna have for this week you guys already know make sure you go to cfru.ca to catch up with our previous episodes you can also go to soundcloud and itunes to catch up with our previous episodes as well and until next time it's your girl jenna right here And this is TKO. Peace out.